<laughs> Hello, welcome back to the show, the Back Porch Overs Club nightly, weekly, even though it's been two weeks show. Scott, can you hear me just fine, brother? I can hear you fine. Okay. No no lag yeah. on our end or anything like that? No, no, no lag. There's a little bit of background music there for a second, but I think we're good now. Yeah, I'm learning it. Yeah, I'm learning that down. Learning that down. Guys, we are so happy to be back here once again with you all on the Back Porch football show, pretty much. Um, college football is pretty much season has ended. We got uh, playoff football, NFL's ramping up soon. A lot to talk about. It's been a few weeks. Um, holidays are coming. Uh, this is that fun time of year where it's like you're off of work for two weeks or you're still working through. Um, we're, we're here to entertain you and keep you uh, focused on the most important stuff at the end of the year, which is your football bets and your football uh, picks. That way you can stay, stay the guru in the office. You can, can stay the most consistent person in your friends group and you because you can always thank us later for that. So buy everyone Christmas presents. Exactly, yeah. So uh, I am Nate. Uh, so if it's your first time uh, uh, listening to us on a pod or on the YouTube channel, uh, I'm Nate, and Scott is my man over here. He is my co-host. He is my confidant. He is not a Longhorn fan uh, at all. I don't know why he pulled up the horns like that. Yep. Uh, put him down. To put him down. Yeah. He is a a former college baseball player. He's a brownie for life, Ohio till he dies. That is my boy, Scott. So, Scott, what have you been up to the last couple weeks? Catch us up from the last time we had our com- last show we had. Uh, well, honestly, I've just been crunching the numbers to see the playoff scenario on how the Browns can still make the playoffs. Um that's basically what I spend my whole entire time uh, since our last show. Just, just trying numbers. to find the, the miracle uh, algorithm on how we can still make the playoffs. And uh, to be perfectly honest with you, there are some routes that aren't crazy to think about. Like that. I, love to, I would love to have to hear a route because I know you're not eliminated yet. <laughs> I need one. Okay. I need. I know before we get into our game plan and everything like that. I need to hear one of these scenarios. Okay, I got a I my uh the the playoff simulator that uh the playoff machine um reset on me when I reset uh when I opened up a new tab on the internet. So I had to like yeah. reload it and uh it totally like crapped out on me. So I have to bring it back up and uh I'll go ahead and just do this while we can chat about uh, other things that went on today. What's your opinion on National Signing Day? Because I have a little bit of a a hot take on it. Um, yeah, I got so, a few hot takes too on that one. Uh, it's still a day. It still makes college football relevant. Um, mm-hmm. That's my two cents before we dive into that. Because um, back in the day, it was the day around like that was all you got like before the commercialization of 
massive recruiting uh, websites and all that stuff. So it's still fun. It's still nostalgic, but it's it's just a, it's a day, uh, another day in college football. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a huge fan of uh, of it myself. I think it's gotten to that point now, like you were saying, um, back in our day when we were uh, young bucks, uh, signing day was big and people would do it right. Now we got guys like uh, Travis Hunter yeah. saying that he's going to announce his transfer when his YouTube gets to 100K uh, subscribers. Yeah, that was stupid. They're yeah, doing it for the cloud and the Instagram post, and I don't know. I, I I don't like. We that. can talk more about that one. There's I, I I can I can try. I'm trying to understand the modern football player, like mentally. I'm trying to understand that. So um, to me, it's far fetched. It's crazy. It seems like you're selfish. Uh, I would never want to play with you, um, ever in the trenches. Like in practice, I would purposely go out my way to like make you quit because to me you're weak-minded but that's just our day today's football player everyone likes that like i don't know like i don't play anymore so we'll get into that definitely get into that um let me throw up our game plan oh well we'll we'll forgot another introduction right so uh what do you got going for christmas this week uh, we're just gonna do it at the at mom and dad's house, and uh, you know we got football Saturday. We got some some old games. We got, uh, we got an NFL slate on Saturday. Saturday red zone with Mr. Hansen and Siciliano. So uh, he better wear he better wear an elf uh, elf hat or something. Yeah, like Scott Hansen, if you're watching this, you better you better wear an elf hat on Christmas or Christmas Eve. We need it. Yeah, yeah. We are um, leaving tomorrow with the family. Yeah, it's a full. full yeah, it's a full, uh, it's a full range of things. Yeah, leaving tomorrow. We're going to Orlando on stop one of Christmas vacation. We are going to uh, on Friday. We're going to go to the Magic Kingdom in Epcot with mm-hmm. our buddy Christian. He, yep. uh, It is his birthday, and he uh, personally asked me if I wanted to come. And uh, he and he's going to get us, get us in with his day pass. So, Christian, thank you so much for that one. And I can't yeah, wait to celebrate your birthday. Yes. Very, self, very selfless love of you uh, to do that and paint the baby in the park for Christmas. And it's just... It's going to be nice and beautiful. You know, Orlando's going to be 30, 40 degrees, 70 high yeah, that's Friday. Cool. It's beautiful. It's going, to be feel, it's going to feel like the holidays. Here in Savannah, it's going to be cold and icy. So uh, I'm ready to get out of that. And then uh, we're going to do that. And then Christmas Day, we're going to go down to Fort Lauderdale uh, for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day uh, with the family and celebrate um, Christmas with them. And then I get back everybody in the car, and we're heading back to Savannah, and then we're going to go to uh, Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, yep, for a week to finish out. So, yep. So, like next week, if we do a show, I'll be in a cabin um, uh, with my sister. It'll be fun. I'll have my sister there, and we'll probably do a show if we got downtime. 
are you working next week at all or anything like that yeah we're uh we're we're working it through um so yeah um we're just taking the weekend off um okay. we even got some work on uh friday that needs to that needs to get done um the grind doesn't stop eh? yeah the grind, that's awesome the grind does not stop stop yeah, yeah. yeah no, my no, uh my grind is slowed down because it's the end of the year business year so yeah no, it'll no, kick no. right back up though as soon as uh the the second the week of the second hit so i'm i'm very blessed that i can take this time off and be with my family at the end of the year so i'm very proud of that and i cherish these moments so um let's get into this man i'm excited for today's uh for today's game plan if i can get the play up come on there it okay. is okay i do uh i found the scenario again so uh, all right give us that scenario I'll, again. I'll, feed it, I'll feed it to you whenever uh whenever you need to all right i'm ready for it since you were looking okay. for it. yeah so this coming weekend, obviously, number one, the Browns have to win out to finish nine and eight. That should be uh, clear, clear, uh, you know, as can be going to the playoffs at nine and eight. Ain't going to happen at eight and nine. Um, yeah. So the Browns will have to win out, which is wins against the Saints, the Commanders, and the Steelers. Uh, it could happen. Uh, then this weekend, the Jags would have to beat the Jets. The Falcons do have to beat the Ravens. Which is possible. Yep. Patriots over Bengals. I don't know if that um, actually has. No, that game does not matter in the criteria. Um, Green Bay over Miami is. Green Bay a, over Miami. Uh, that's, a, that's a tough one. It's in Miami. Actually, no, that that game does not. That scrap that. Um we're just looking at games ahead of us. Uh, screw the Chargers. And then the following week, uh, Pittsburgh over Baltimore. Miami over New England. Buffalo over Cincinnati. Really? And I actually think that one might be a toss-up as well. Yeah, that one just impl implies seeding. Um, Jags over Texans would have to be a thing. Uh, Cowboys over Titans as well. Well, those are two Which, possible scenarios for sure. Those are very, very, very likely. Um, yeah. Week 18, uh, Bills over Patriots. Um, Bengals over Ravens. Jags over Titans. Dolphins over Jets. Browns are in the playoffs. I honestly, is, you just you just gave me a roadmap. Total, it is a total of seventeen things that have to happen. Uh, but I do have to say the, the there is a path. Mathematics. There is a path. I see it. Is there, and it would suck if it didn't happen. But hey, you know. Oh, well, I mean, at the end That's of the funny. day, I think if you finish the season off on a couple more with a couple more wins where I think this weekend, next weekend against the Commanders, and then obviously the Week 18 matchup against Pittsburgh will be for basically just, you know, 
uh, bragging rights and, and pride. I think yeah. uh, I think you go five and one with Deshaun Watson with him not being up to full speed. I think you can consider that to be a successful season with how bad that it started with a couple couple different collapses, couple different special teams blunders that have cost us some games. So um, I think you can look at it as a positive, even though you missed the playoffs. But there's still a path. That's all that matters to me is that there is yeah. a path on Christmas weekend. You know, there there's always hope. They, there's, they are not eliminated like the Rams. The Rams have been eliminated. Yep. So, you know, you are, to me, you're better than the Rams, and they're Super Bowl contenders. So, just saying you got eliminated. Um, I love – I want to keep hearing – it's possible. The things that you have said can happen. Yeah. Like, the like, craziest they, one out of all of them is obviously the Falcons over the Ravens this weekend, but Tyler Huntley is playing again, and Atlanta can run the ball. Yeah, I was saying Atlanta, Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta can run the ball. So – Hopefully they can they can pull pull it off, um, and then hey, we might be talking we might be talking soupy in Cleveland. You never know. You never know. You really don't. <laughs> you don't. Um, yeah, there. I feel like the Ravens are the next two weeks. Is Lamar coming back next week? Uh, he has not. He has not practiced uh, for the eighth straight time. So uh, he is more than likely not playing this weekend. Um, and we'll see what happens next weekend. Uh, God, I honestly, if I'm Lamar, and it's probably not what will happen. Lamar will probably play as soon as he is ready to play because that's just how he is. Yeah. Uh, but if I was him, I would – I would just sit out and just continue to let them lose because I feel like with every loss and every bad offensive performance that his value like just goes up for the money that he can I mean, get. Exactly. Yeah. They're either to me, especially because of this year's, I know we're like, we're way ahead of like our, our game plan, but like <laughs> this year's coming out of, you know, what quarterback are you going to get that's better a little more? There's yeah. no quarterback. Yeah. I can see right now that's better than Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna have to pay the man. Yep, they're gonna have to pay the guy. Um, they can let him walk, but what do you just go up, uh, poor man Lamar, which is Huntley for a season? Yeah, I mean, is nah, it? I mean, essentially, he's, he's he's less skillful Lamar. Yep, <laughs> I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's what he is. Oh, so no, but no system, but at the same time, it's just. Yeah, it's just not a, it's not feasible for them to do what they want to do. I'm with you on that one. All right, so today's game plan is pretty much right there. Since it's Christmas time, we themed it with a red and green for y'all because that's what we do here. The back porch, we like to keep it themed. Uh, we have Santa's bag, and so uh, that one's something fun that I put together for uh, uh, for the little, little snake bit that. that uh, I get to hear uh, Scott's opinion on as well. Uh, we have bowl weeks one. Uh, week one, there was nine really good bowl games. Um, we were actually blessed with these smaller tier games actually being pretty good. Um, yep. And our bowl pick them. 
I honestly shat the bed uh, in our bowl yeah, pick. Yeah, you're down at seven and five. Seven and five. Uh, I, I could make. I could make my. Our leader is nine and three. So you know, you get a couple. You get a. Couple yeah, I get a couple here and there. Yeah, there's a few games that did that were just like I'm looking at the papers and I'm like I'm looking at the numbers. I'm like, okay, these team like the Eastern Michigan game versus San Jose State. San Jose State pound per pound was a better ball ball team. What happened is is Eastern Michigan got a block field goal, got two points, and then immediately after that got like an interception, and then after that got a fumble, and it was just like within a second the game was twenty one to thirteen. And so it was just one of those weird things, but that's why they play the game, right? Um, yeah. But I was uh, the Louisville Cincy game, like Louisville Cincy game. Honestly, I just Cincy laid an egg after Fickle just gone. I should have, I should have gone with Louisville. I don't know why I did not go with Louisville. In my head, I'm going, they just lost their coach. They're pissed off. Why not? What do you want to do to someone who takes something from you? Uh, make them feel bad about it. So, um, yeah, they, yeah, that was another game that it was like right there. You could easily take in. I overthought it. Um, Jackson State game and overtime was it? That one, I think everybody, I don't know who had in our group had in, had North Carolina State, but kudos to you. Um, I think they're just cool. going, I think they're just going against the grain on that one. But what that was, yeah. been, that's been the best bowl game. Yeah. That to me, I watched that. It was such a good game. BYU SMU was 20, 24-23. It was close. They've been close. A couple, but couple like, good games. Boise State, Northern Texas, 35-32. Like, they, they've been competitive. They're they've been very competitive games, yeah, um, from the jump, from the Bahamas Bowl. Tonight's game, there is a game at 9 o'clock tonight, so if you are listening uh, and you don't have to work tomorrow or, or whatnot, there is a game tonight in the New Orleans Bowl. Um South Alabama, another good 10-win team versus uh, Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky, a sneaky good quarterback at Western Kentucky. He's actually, if he comes out and declares, he's on uh, Mel Kuyper's board uh, as well. But I think he's going to stay. He might, if he stays, he'll transfer portal and go somewhere because he's really good. Yeah. Yeah, so – so we're going to do uh, bowl week, then the face-off, which we probably won't do that one. We're going to go to NFL and contenders and pretenders later. So Santa's mailbag is really fun, or Santa's bag, like Santa's uh, gift bag, really. This is Santa's gifts that he's giving to D1 coaches, Power 5 D1 coaches, things that they didn't ask for, but he just knows they need. You ready for it, Scott? You ready to see what Santa brought some of these guys? I I'm excited, very All excited. Right. So the first, the first cut, the first lucky uh, coach this year, and I say lucky because he's lucky to get fired for underachieving like all of them this year. The biggest underachiever of them all is Jimbo Fisher. So Jimbo Fisher <laughs> went five and eight this year, or five and seven, or something like that. Um. The man needs help. He needs help. Yes. And you're in your car and you need help. And, you know, this is before, this is, you know, modern times. So you just normally get a roadmap back in the day if you get lost or something. Well, if you got lost, but you need to call somebody and you have a cell phone, this was invented for this. Jimbo Fisher's getting a full year subscription of OnStar. 
<laughs> Santa's brought Jimbo Fisher on star. The man needs it. He might not know how to use it, but he needs it. He needs navigational help. Yep. Get he him needs, back on track. He needs roadside assistance when his when his tires are deflated. If his car blows up, someone can at least tow him. Um some sometimes you see someone to talk to on that OnStar. So I feel like Santa's bringing him OnStar this year, full year. He needs it. It um after seeing what they did in the today's signing period, a lot of the momentum is still swirling downward for him. Mm-hmm. Yes, OnStar does come equipped with an offensive coordinator. That's what it's for, uh Jake. Good question. Good question, Jake. Jake could not be with us tonight. He is baby. He is with his two kids. But that was a great question on that one. Yes, OnStar comes with uh, Nav comes with an offensive coordinator and a whole new philosophy and culture. Um, the money's still there though for Jimbo. That's the cool thing. Good for him. Uh, they lost some dudes in the some flips uh, today in the early signing day and a lot of portal. They had twenty. I think a total of 21 portal guys so far, portal jumpers. They've gotten a few back in the portal, but uh, yeah, he needs, they need a com- completely complete new makeover over there. And I think OnStar, if he gets it for Christmas, uh, uh, Santa will uh, get them where they need to be. I mean, which is eight and four. Everybody knows that. Eight and four, Texas A&M. That's where they need to be, which yeah. is crazy. All right. The next, the next, uh, uh, lucky contestant in Santa's bag this year is our boy out in the West Coast. He's got that big, nice $10 million home on the beach. He's got a great recruiting class coming in. He's got a Heisman Trophy winner coming back. But guess what? When you're away from home that much, not recruiting defensive players, you need something to help you at home, like a ring home security defense. So Lincoln Riley needs that ring home. He needs ring cameras. He needs alert. He needs alarms. He needs all that stuff so that way people can't just be stealing his goodies. So which that means he needs a defense. He needs a good defense, a defense that sees everything. Um, so I feel like Santa's going to bring him not just like the beginner pack. He's going to bring him like, hey, this is like what we give to like professional buildings. Um, <laughs> like he's getting the commercial package. Like he's getting the commercial ring central package um, with a with a full offensive, uh, defensive coordinating and great pe- and uh and upgrades on his coaches. They got a lot of coaching players, coaching players, all that just on the defensive side of the ball. Offensively, they're fine. Um, they're going to be fine. They're going to be just as good next year with uh all the weapons they've already got in the portal with that uh, stringer kid from um, Arizona, from Arizona. He led the pack 12 in uh, catches and receptions. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to transfer from Arizona to USC. Like that's not even fair. So <laughs> they're going to, they, they'll have at Jordan Addison and him next year. That's going to be gross. Um, and KO Williams himself. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, they just need defense. They're gonna get. They're still portal guys that are gonna. They're gonna get on the defense. I know. And then they just signed a bunch of defensive guys. So they don't have to be great. They just got to be 
better than mediocre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and if you're listening or watching anything, we've been doing these tier breakdowns, and it does show it does shed light on actually these defenses, like teams like USC and Tennessee. There's a reason why they're not in the playoffs. Like their defenses were bad. Like statistically, like fans were like, "Yeah, oh, we're okay, we're medium, we're mediocre." But it's when you look at the numbers, like we have, and broke them down and put them in a tier a tier level. It's because they couldn't. They literally had holes in their defense, and fi- teams finally found them. Um, and that's that's pretty much it. Plug those holes, you're fine. Um, that's what these coaches are are aiming to do. The next one is close to home for you, Scott. That's old little Ryan Day. Old little Ryan Day. Um, Santa loves him. He's a good. He's always been a good kid. Never on the bad. Never yeah. on the bad list. Um, but Santa's just tired of seeing him get beat up. So Santa, instead of getting him toys or or fun things, shiny things to play with, Santa got him a subscription to boot camp. <laughs> no more being soft. It's time. No, no more being soft. He has step out of the sandbox and pull up the pants. Yep. He got no, one Santa Santa bought uh Ryan Day, uh him and his staff, one of those like Navy SEAL weekends. <laughs> or you go and build your like team a corporate corporately, retreat. a corporate <laughs> retreat. Santa, Santa got the entire staff except Coach Hartline because he can stay by himself. He's fine. Um, <laughs> um, he'll just grab another five star. Yeah, he'll just yeah, he'll just grab another five stars on the way to camp. But uh, no, they that's what Santa brought him, and uh, Santa's a big believer in Ohio State. He always has been. Uh, he he matched his red suit. To you know, Ohio State colors. I mean, it's. I actually think the the suit is scarlet. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> get rid of the chairman and get Ryan Day that single ply Dollar Tree toilet paper. The Charmin. Jake said, "Get rid of the Charmin and get Ryan Day that single ply Dollar Tree toilet paper." That is one way to toughen him up for sure. I, Santa, yeah, like, Santa wanted him to. There's there's a couple things that you can't go cheap on in in life, and you know this yeah. is from Colin Coward. You you can't go cheap on on your shoes because you got to take care of your feet. You can't go cheap on toilet paper because like you got to take care of your bum, and you can't go cheap on your quarterback. You know, the Colin Cowardism. <laughs> and sometimes he's right. Yeah, I think he's right on the. On the Charmin and on the Charmin, yeah, shoes. yeah. You don't go and cheap on. I actually agree with all three. You don't go cheap, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I feel like Santa helped nailed it though with the toughen up boot camp. I think I think uh, that's what he needs to spark him spark himself for the twenty twenty three season for sure. Is boot camp before Donovan Mitchell just hit a bank three, and it was so awesome to end the third quarter, and then they gave up another bank three. Jesus, that was that was awesome. He <laughs> shot it from like half court, and the bank was open. Uh, is Nate is boot camp before the college football playoff? Because I'm gonna need it to be able to be redeemed before the college football playoff. For like just and- like no, it'll be after like when the season's over, the full season's over. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I so I I don't feel better about the New Year's Eve game now. Okay. No, 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 no. 
I, I, I wanted to know if, if he did boot camp. It, it, honestly, it would resonate, but it wouldn't help. Yeah, this is gonna be after. This is gonna be a 2023 off. This is gonna be a like in May. They're gonna go somewhere in the mountains. They have to fight for their lives. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The next coach on this one um, got really embarrassed during uh, actually the worst bowl game out of all of them week one. Uh, wasn't his fault. He had a lot of transfer portal guys, which makes no sense if it's his, if his culture and his philosophy was actually being uh, engulfed and, and embellished by the players. He has one of the best – Offensive uh, quarterbacks, according to Mel Kuyper in the world. Um, Coach Napier. Coach Napier at Florida. Santa Claus sees him, and he feels bad for him. He told me, Coach Napier, he's he's got the tangibles. He's got the track record. He's done it at lesser power five, lesser, lesser schools. But he just needs a clue. So Santa's going to give him the game of clue. All so right. He, I love that for him. So he can work out many scenarios. He can figure out who's trying to murder him and figure out who's trying to take down. Is it the boosters? Is it the uh, is it the school? Is it my own coaching staff? He's got to figure it out because Florida is it's they shouldn't be six and six. This year was a rebuild year, but you're supposed to look at your bowl game. And you're supposed to look at it, and you're supposed to see next year's team in the bowl game, even though you're not going to win. There was no spark. There was yeah, they were they were flat. They they moved the ball on. I think it was their second offensive possession. Uh, the Gators moved the ball a little bit with uh, you know former Ohio State great Jack Miller. Who could forget uh, Jack Miller mop up role um, <laughs> for like all the games that he came in and was able to just really good with the handoff exchange. I saw that a lot of, yeah, a lot, a lot of, of this. Of yeah. A lot, a lot of, for the shotgun handoff and they moved the ball pretty well. Like the second possession, they had like a really rough three and out to begin. And then they just killed themselves with penalties. And then they, they couldn't move the ball like at all after that. It was, uh, it was really bad. Yeah. It was bad, and then like the if you're on Twitter or you, play, like, that's no one, I get it, but like you, the film that I watched that the that Barstool and they were making fun of number thirty three defensive end uh, on a second down play, like second and ten or whatever, literally stood straight up and walked. Like <laughs> that was what that was his effort to the quarterback. I actually. I actually didn't see that video. You haven't seen that? You'll you'll see it now that I said it. Yeah. You'll probably scroll tomorrow and see it. It's really embarrassing. Like okay. that's bad. That that like that, that I don't the game wasn't even over. It wasn't even far from over. It was only thirteen to uh, thirteen to nothing. Mm-hmm. And number thirty three again tag me so I can see. I will, happens. yeah. Number thirty three literally came off the ball, stood straight up, and had his hands out like this with no attempt to even do anything like he literally stood up and walked and the and the Oregon State right tackle was like you're not like gonna yeah, yeah you're not gonna like push me like, like what are you doing it was like it was sad and I was like dang like that's a cultural thing like like you know you know you're not gonna win 
because Oregon State was a good team this year, and that was a bad draw for them in the bowl game. But mm-hmm. um, even if there's no hope, you still try. You still go 100%. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. That's a cultural, that's a coaching thing. And he's got a, that's why Santa Claus is going to give him clue. Um, mm-hmm. And what Jake just said too in the chat, Jake said, Napier needs to, hold on, Napier needs to focus on not losing recruits to UCF. Mary Flipness from the Gus Bus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he lost a big time four star uh, recruit to UCF. It was a DN, right? Yeah, the edge rusher, yeah, which the edge rusher. they need. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, they need they need defense badly. They need DBs like crazy. When you think of the good Florida teams in the past, they've always had a top ten defense. Offensively, you know they're not like going to score fifty points. They never have done that. Um, but they like the Urban Meyer years, those teams were stacked and they only scored like 20 something points a game. And they just, they just, they beat you defensively. Um, but they needed to win in shootouts, they did, but I'm yeah, but it was was very rare. It was very rare. The offensive plays the game, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Sam's gonna bring him clue. Uh, the next one up here is the oldest coach on Santa's list. Uh, he uh, had a great day at five or six five stars today. Don't know how he did that. Boosters. Um, uh, <laughs> it's Nick Saban. Nick Saban. Santa looked at him. He goes, you know what, Nick? Ten and two is your worst record in a very long time, and I feel bad for you. And I know you're not you're not calling it quits. You're not you're not uh, hanging up those cleats. So I'm, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna download TikTok on your smartphone, and you're gonna learn how to do TikTok. And so Santa's going to give him TikTok lessons, and so he can get all he can learn how to do TikTok and all that stuff. So him and his new uh, caliber of players that he's bringing into Alabama uh, will actually have something in common, and they'll he'll be able to bridge the gap now, and then uh, they'll have a more disciplined team because they'll be able to listen to him be, because he'll probably do his lessons through TikTok and stuff like that. So the. So, so I could see Santa thing outside the box on this one. So all right, yep. And uh, Santa's got one more, uh, and it's for Dabo Sweeney. Is it a new ACL? It's it's a new ACL. He's gonna uh, tear it when he's running to midfield. One of those games down that hill, I'm telling you. No, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's called life alert. Um, because Dabo still refuses. Like an old person to just get a cell phone or anything like that. So Santa's bringing him life alert because he hates this nil thing. And then today's what he said about we've been doing nil longer than longer than y'all have been doing nil. And it's like uh, God's name, image, and likeness. And I'm like, man, you're getting a lot of these butchisms going. They're gonna be yeah, champions of life soon, so he needs life alert to get to, to more energy sprung up in that uh, in that um, organization of his, and it it needs it because you got Florida State on the rise, Miami with the craziest freaking um, turnover. The like I've never seen a team win three games and get that many players. Mm-hmm. Like the bag is deep. In my yeah. right now, it's ridiculous right now. So we'll just go go to that like that uh that that uh that O one team like 
how many how many of those guys you know made hundreds of millions of dollars in the NFL and then you know you bring it back with their very prestigious like doctorate school yeah like they they just have the pockets are so deep down there in Miami it's crazy it's crazy the fact that Miami uh is the number three in the nation, I believe, right now. I, I follow on three more than anybody now mm-hmm. um, because they take, obviously, the caliber of the player and their ranking, but also, like, their nil input, their, their nil influence. They freaking went from, last week, like, 15 to three. And they took Florida State flips. They flipped some guys from Florida State. They flipped some guys from... Um, from Florida, they flipped some guys, I think, from Ohio State. They've, they've been flipping dudes like crazy. So I don't know. I guess the money came in. It just took longer than expected. But I guess it was right on time because freaking Mario Cristobal has got a huge team full of these kids. It reminds me of last year's Texas A&M, honestly. Um, yeah. But the question is, is now can Mario coach? Can he? Mm. Like you get that many players back to back to back to back to back like that. I don't like I said in the age of nil. I just I just look at it as a bunch of just selfish players. We'll see. Yeah, it, we'll it's see. and we had the the talk before about it that it's like it's it's all name image likeness, but it's not actually name image likeness. Like name image likeness is about jersey sales and ticket sales and what you're doing like commercials and stuff like that like these people are just hey like sign with us to play with us. it's free agency like it's not name image and like like yes yeah. it's it very frustrating to see it and i get it too, and, like, they have to figure it out but, jake but. jake is saying go back to episode one when i said miami is two three seasons away from being you i i totally agree with you on that one I, Mario, the fact that his team, like, they had so many transfer portal kids and kids just quit and whatever because he came in with his foot and he put it down. He said, if you're going to be on this team, you're going to be disciplined. You're going to do these things that we're supposed to do. It's not like it was back in the day. And a lot of them kids, even the freaking quarterbacks that he had, all, it just became an attitude problem. And he got rid of those guys. But you can't like, – in my head, I'm like, you're bringing all these nil kids in and then you're going to tell them, hey, you got to still listen to me after they got the bag? We'll see. I hope – hopefully you can I hopefully you can do it. I think you can. Um, I don't think uh, Dan Lanning can, but we'll get into that. Um, but I think Mario can because uh, he's been a top recruiter everywhere he's been. And on top of that, he's got the saving stuff. He's been a good defensive coach. He's got to get his guys in and his culture set. Uh, Jake said Chris Ball is an elite trench recruiter. He definitely is. We all know that. Great. And I think the the thing with Miami being able to come back, I don't think like coming in the ACC, it's going to be that hard no. for them to be like, you know, a, a team like, like say like Vanderbilt in the SEC or yeah you know Virginia Tech like in the ACC like it's not gonna be 
crazy a crazy ladder for them to climb. No. I think that they can get really good in that conference really fast, especially with the way that Clemson looks. Like I think two to three years is a probably a very good estimate because I, I it's going to be quick. Absolutely, and they can easily go from three wins to to eight or nine next year. Yeah. Um, based off of just who they play. Um, the ACC will be down next year. Wake Forest won't be Wake Forest. NC State won't be NC State. Uh, Clemson is going to be Clemson. Uh, Syracuse won't be as good as they were this year. Uh, the entire ACC, besides Florida State, Clemson, uh, it's going to be mid. Um, there's a lot of they had a lot of seniors, a lot of people transfer out of the ACC. So if you're looking at a big, huge shift from three wins to nine. They could definitely get a six-game increase uh, based off a of schedule alone. So yep. uh, it really just all depends on what he does from right now until August. And if he gets a bunch of buy-in, he's got a bunch of transfer portal guys, a bunch of uh, veterans coming through. So if he can get those veterans with all these new kids, these 18-year-olds buying into the, the Miami thing, and he gets the Miami culture that's supposed to be Miami with, like, all the old players coming through and, like, the old heads, like the legend players and stuff, like, helping these guys out. Like, hey, this is how what we did in 2001. This is what we did. This is how we did those things. Like, learn from us. Like, mm-hmm. that's big. You know what I mean? So – uh, I think he is a Miami guy. I think he's going to get them that tough. Because most Miami teams, they might have had swag, but they would slap you in the face. Mm-hmm. Like they, they were tough. Like, they were tough some bitches. Like, mm-hmm. so um, that's, one on, that's one on that. Um, so uh, where were we at? How did we get down to Miami? Uh, we were doing the last uh... – Santa bag. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. So that is the Santa bag. Um, we'll go into bowl week, week one. We kind of briefly talked about bowl week, week one. Uh, our bowl pick them. We have, I think, 19 people in our bowl, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I'm going to still create a trophy for the winner. Um, it's some, it's a free, guys. It's going to be funny. It's literally going to be something spray painted gold. Um it's going to be great. Uh, I'm excited to grow. The fact that we got 20 people, and I don't even know half of them. So, like, clearly yeah. Instagram's working. People are liking what we're putting on Instagram. So, I'm excited about it. Um, I, uh, It's cool to see. And there's so, like, if you look at this week, like, week two has been tough already. Um, week This week, week two, there's a lot of tough games coming up. And then once we get into the thick of it, um, next week after Christmas, there's some tough games, man. Like it could, uh, it could turn quickly. We'll it can. How, uh, still how how it goes for the uh, yeah. for the rest of it. So don't uh don't be expecting the trophy just yet if you're in first place. Yeah, but if you're in first, like Bama, you better. Bama Cam, I think, is uh in first. Yeah, that's that's my uh that's my best my best friend from high school, Cameron. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, he's so really good. Don't. Don't be don't be expecting the trophy just yet, like yeah, Bama Cam. Do yeah, don't be expecting he's he's killing it though. He's killing it. He called he called a couple of those early games. So he uh I think next year, um 
when we do college game day, when our game day picks, I'm going to have him on there because he, this year, he uh, was, I think, my record. Him and I had the same record. Okay. So I was like, he could, he'll, he can be on. He can be yeah, on yeah, next year. He can, that's respect. Yeah. Yeah. He's no, yeah, FBI, he's no FBI killer. Huh? <laughs> How is he against the spread? <laughs> uh, I don't think he's done that. Um, he he's he doesn't do that. Um, he, if he did though, and he dabbled into it, he would he would probably be pretty good. He'd be he'd be sharp. Yeah, he'd be sharp. Yeah. So uh, we we just got to get him. We got we just got to get Georgia to start, you know legalized mobile gambling. Um, yeah, I'm excited because I'm going to Tennessee, and it is so. Oh yeah, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a blast, dude. I'm gonna have so many. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to be monitored because I'm gonna do some stupid parlays. What a one dollar, one dollar cash. What do a a ten leg pot bowl game parlay? Oh, <laughs> it was stupid. Oh man, it's gonna be fun that week. I I plan on um I plan on uh. Uh, at least breaking even. Uh, yeah. <laughs> put a hundred dollars down credits and just play with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, what you got? Did you see the guy? Um, yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. I was going to mention that the it was a six leg or eight leg parlay. Eight leg parlay, twenty seven dollars. Turned and into it, like. Yeah, it was like ten million or something. I'm like, yeah, piss off. Something stupid. Yeah, piss off. Piss. Dude, did uh, did you see the other one? I I saw this one on TikTok, um, and it was a guy that he uh he bet uh Argentina to win the World Cup, um, but he he bet the Rugby World Cup, not the actual soccer World Cup. Oh. And he thought that he won the bet, but he, he bet on the Rugby World Cup. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know what's going on or when the Rugby World Cup is. or I, if there, I didn't even know there was a, a Rugby World Cup. So um, <laughs> it was just really, really funny. So That is funny. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> I know there was one guy, he, uh, he bet like 10 bucks. And it was the it was like a eight game leg parlay, but it was all championships. Yeah. Champions? Is it this? Is that the same guy? Or I no? think it was, to be honest with you, because he cashed out. Yeah, the ca- I did. I remember seeing the cash out video, but yeah. the cash out guy had um, what's it called? He had um, oh um, it he was in Argentina to win. He had France to win. Yeah, he had France to win. And he cashed out. It was like the, the smartest cash out. Yeah, because he, he made like $280,000. Yeah, it was so worth it. Uh, it's still worth it. He made $27, bucks, $280,000. I'll cash that all yeah. day. Yeah, I'd cash yeah. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited. Super excited. Uh, yeah, the question is like, time. what mobile do I go with? Do I go with Barstool? Do I go with uh, MGM? Do I go with I don't know who to go with uh, when I'm in Tennessee? Uh, yeah, I uh, I usually when I was in Tennessee, the the Barstool book is very very like user friendly. Um, I think if you go on FanDuel, they're a little bit more uh, friendlier on the if you're looking for like 
game props and like same game parlays to like um, yeah. to like prop bet for those. So I do like uh, I do like um, FanDuel for um, when I'm trying to do like parlays with parlays in it. Okay. Because uh, like Barstool has it, but it's a little bit different, like the way that the apps work and yeah. what's like what's able to be crossed in. But like FanDuel's pretty easy. Like, hey, like same game parlay. Like this is what I'm looking to bet and all of it. So um, I really can't complain about any of it. I haven't ever used the DraftKings sportsbook, which is weird because like I play a lot of DraftKings like itself on daily fantasy. Yeah. Um, on like Sunday NFL, but I've never used their sportsbook. I don't know why, but I've used MGM. MGM's kind of like pretty basic with it. Yeah. Uh, you just got to find out like. Uh, the the promos what what kind of promotions these uh these books are running when uh when you're if you when haven't you're signed up for it yet um if you have to sign up for the book like look for the the better promo whether it's DraftKings or FanDuel yeah that'll be fun I I'm I just wish Georgia would uh would, would do it would at least make mobile century. the mo- at least mobile gambling um but whatever uh, yeah. I wish, I wish Florida brought it back, but whatever. Yeah, what what a four week stretch. That was so much fun. God, I was, I was part of it. I was a part of it. I was betting like ten thirty NBA tip offs, like just sweating it out at like one thirty in the morning. It was just like, who, who, baby? This is. A, I don't got a problem. I don't got a problem. Like, need a three. Need a three. Come on, baby. Come on, dude. It was fun uh, when I did it. Uh, it was the last week, and it was uh, the Thanksgiving weekend. I put $100 for my birthday, put $100 in. It was through Hard Rock. Um, I really didn't know how to parlay anything. I just kind of just randomly picked stuff. Yeah. Um, did not work out. There's no magic story here. Um, I lost all the money. I had $10 left. The Pac-12 games came on at 1030. It was USC versus UCLA, and it was uh, Stanford Cal. And it was in Hard Rock was doing a, a like a a two leg like parlay boost, yeah. or booster, yeah, a booster parlay. And then what I did is I put the ten bucks down. I won both my games. Uh, I picked USC and I picked uh, Stanford to beat Cal, and I won a one hundred dollars back. <laughs> That's incredible. I was like, I win. I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Like I didn't win nothing, but I won. So yeah, it was just funny. But yeah, those boosters are fun. I guess no one was betting them. They're like, let's boost this thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was fun. So let's move into the NFL, man. Uh, there's been a there's been some crazy stuff going on in NFL in the last three weeks, man. Um, let's get into the rundown, and then let's hit that put those contenders pretenders. Are yeah, so much. Um, I'm excited really, for the really tough uh, injury week right now for the uh, fantasy football playoff guys. Um, been been real tough. A skew of injuries: Kenneth Walker, uh, Nick Chubb, yep. uh, Jalen Hurts on the injury report. Probably going to miss Saturday. Um, so lots of guys that um, you know you you didn't see. Jonathan Taylor went down. Yep, he's out he's on the IR. Yep. Yeah, he's done. He's done for the year. So there's plenty of guys that, you know, are looking for guys to pick up on those waiver wires. And a uh, couple guys that I would I would go after 
the uh, Zach Moss, Deion Jackson, um, in that in that Colts offense, we're looking at uh, we're looking at a heavy dosage of Zach Moss potentially. Uh, yeah, in the Indies. So, that's what they're uh, predicting. I would I would be looking to streamline one of those guys. I think both of them are even playable, to be honest with you. If you can't get one or the other, uh, in most leagues, yeah, you kind of you kind of hope for the Colts to kind of go down and go into the into the pass game on Monday night with Nick Foles now starting. Um, so, you know, if Deion Jackson becomes like the pass catching back, you know, like he is, and the Colts go down, you'll see a lot more of him. And um, with that, uh, it doesn't look good for Kenneth Walker either. Um, he is uh, nursing the ankle injury, and the Seahawks signed someone from their practice squad of running back to the active roster on yesterday, which yeah, they, there's never, never a good sign. When they're not even in contention. Squad. They're not in contention yeah. anymore, so they'll probably just rest him anyway. Um, yeah. He's had a great year. So uh, those teams that are out of contention, definitely make sure you're doing your homework, looking at your starters and going, all right, who, uh, who's going to play? Because this that's what I hate about this 17-week thing now. <laughs> It's mm-hmm. such a long season that yep. if you are, they, if you, yeah, yeah. So like these starters who started 15 weeks in a row, their team just got eliminated. They're not. They're either they're going to play, but they're not going to play. Like they're just yeah. they're they're there to you know like Marshawn Lynch. You know why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah. and uh, a lot of people have asked me like with the whole Nick Chubb, like, randomly coming up with a foot injury, he had to have some practice yesterday or today. It's like, oh, well, you know, Ernest Johnson last year was, you know, playable and played very well. Well, Ernest Johnson was on a on a one-year deal that he signed late in summer because no one else gave him a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Ernest Johnson's going to be doing a lot of playing. You know what I, you know who I think is going to get some carries if, uh, if Chubb doesn't go? I think the rookie Jerome Ford's going to get some carries. Um, I think they're going to see how uh, he can fit in the offense because, you know, Kareem's not going to come back. Ernest probably isn't coming back. Yeah. Uh, they need to know, like, how good Jerome Ford is. So if uh, if I'm looking at uh, Nick Chubb being out, like, don't pick up Ernest Johnson. Like, I think it's going to be Kareem Hunt, and you're going to get a little splash of Jerome Ford just to, to see what he's about. And yeah. it's going to be a cold game, but I would I would stay away from that. Every game is going to be cold this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks miserable. Like, oh, miserable. I would not want to be up there. I would not want to be anywhere except Miami for any game this week. It's so it's so cold everywhere. Yeah, I just uh, there's a there's a lot that's been going on in the uh, NFL, but the crazy drastic change in weather like this coming weekend. Uh, insane because it was like 25 in cleveland um and then it got late and it got it snowed a little bit in the fourth quarter there it did last yeah week. Um, it did. so that was kind of cool but also it got it got cold quick there and same thing with buffalo we got the snow globe game which is an all-timer like the snow globe games are just the most fun to watch especially like late saturday night division game like that was pretty pretty awesome i, just, I will say this the Dolphins, in in my most recent history of watching football, they've had the worst three game stretch I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like, and ha- they I, came out and did that against Buffalo. Like, 
that was the end of the three game stretch. Mm-hmm. Like they had to go out to they had to go out to the uh, San Francisco and play San Francisco, uh, which is not easy at all. Um, even That's when they're not good, yeah. Even when they're not good, it's never easy. Then they had to turn around the next week and play the Chargers in LA. Like, and that's when the Chargers got both their wide receivers back. Yeah. And then, oh, by the way, uh, you don't get a rest. You get to go to Buffalo. Throw so three away games, all in hard locations. So the fact that they didn't get blown out every game, um, they were. Yeah, it looked pretty bad stuff. those first two weeks. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, but I feel, I feel for him. I just feel for him. Um, yeah. When it comes to the well, end of the scheduling, a, I don't know who made that schedule, but they need to get fired. Yeah, <laughs> like the NFL screwed them because the NFL does the scheduling, right? Yeah, there's a scheduling department, um, but the networks kind of like bid for the games, so they well, go on like a, a bidding schedule um, for like week by week, and uh, that's kind of like how it is they got screwed <laughs> they got screwed that was bad mm-hmm. oh man um and now like they were three four weeks ago they were literally in the hunt to now they're like, like two, two games back yeah they were like the two seed at one point i think it's insane it's quite it's crazy it's crazy man mm-hmm. hey that's football though right you gotta play yeah, the week yeah. you gotta play every sunday play every week play who you play um what else on our rundown? Let's do um, this week's uh, games. Uh, we did put out our uh, our picks for this week, just straight up picks for Christmas Eve and Christmas. But I kind of want to talk about a couple of those games. There's some good games, some games that matter, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, that we're doing for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. It starts tomorrow night. Jags Jets. Uh, Jags playing for division title. Uh, Jets yes. playoff lives are on on the line. Uh, another start for Zach Wilson. Don't know how it's going to go. Um, actually, kind of intrigued to watch this game. Um, it should be should be pretty good uh, for a Thursday night game. I think it's supposed to be a little cold in New York, so um, you know nothing like late uh, late season football under the lights in prime time. You know what I mean? Yeah, this this one wouldn't have mattered at all if the Jags haven't done what they've done the last couple weeks. Um, They've made it a game worth watching. The and because they have gone on the road and beaten the Titans in Tennessee, and then they just played the Cowboys at home and beaten them in overtime. Like those are really good wins. So this one, a prime time game on the road. It's cold, young squad still uh, with a veteran coaching staff, a really good coaching staff. We'll see what they can do. Um, yeah, and they need the win. They really need the win, like badly. So, yeah. um, to keep them in contention for the wild, for the division, not just the wild card division, and mm-hmm. the Jets need a win, obviously, for wild card purposes. So, yeah. the the so, NFL script writers did a good one on this one. They just knew what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some real stinkers of games. Uh, so we can we can kind of go through. Those, yeah, we can, throw yeah. those up. Um. I don't think Falcons Ravens is going to be a good game. Um, we do have a weird Sunday night or Saturday night game um, in the Raiders and Steelers. Uh, 
that's that's gonna be that's man. in is that uh, some Pittsburgh? Historic franchises, but uh, it's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh wins that one. Uh, New Orleans, Cleveland's a stinker at the one o'clock. Uh, Bills, Bears is a stinker, and then yeah. Texans, Titans uh, division game, but one twelve and one Texans. Uh, not not really a team that I'm interested in watching. You said Texans, Titans. Yep. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is the Titans can't score. And it looks like, and neither can the Texans. Um, And it looks like Malik Willis. And it looks like Willis is going to get the start. So For the rest of the year. Yeah, Tanner's got a high ankle sprain. If he does, if Willis sucks, they did sign Josh Dobbs um, today. They signed him. He was with the line. So as a a Tennessee fan and Titans fan, I'm excited about it. Um, awesome. If you're gonna sign somebody, might as well sign somebody who, who knows he's been with multiple teams in the league. Um, yeah, as a backup. I mean, the Browns fans wanted Josh Dobbs to play just this year. I think he should have, but I mean, I don't think that Jacoby like did Jacoby, anything wrong. He doesn't. Jacoby did nothing wrong. I don't know. Just top top ten quarterback rating like all year. Yeah, I feel I mean, like had the number five offense in in the league under Jacoby. Yeah, I felt like Josh should have played a lot more in uh, Pittsburgh uh, rather than uh, Landry Jones. Correct. They started Landry Jones, and like I was like, Big Josh can. Yeah, Josh out like outperformed Landry Landry Jones like three years in a row when it came to like preseason, and the Steelers went with him as the number two every time. So, and then when Ben Ben got hurt, Landry was their guy. So yeah, like I was like Josh could do everything he's doing, and probably a little bit better because he's more athletic. Yep. So, um, yeah, I think honestly the the Bills Chicago game in Chicago um, might be it might be like good. fun to watch. Yeah, like just on the on the way that the game is uh, gonna be the elements, the elements of the sure. game. That's what I'm looking at. Really, the elements of the game might might uh, be a factor in that one, and I just want to see Justin Fields like run around and do the athletic stuff again. Yeah, he is so he's so awesome. Like that run last week was so cool. <laughs> You're like, like wow, that was really awesome. Too bad you can't throw it, but man, that was yeah. really cool. <laughs> what you did with your legs there. Uh, is that what else is on Saturday? Uh, we do have the Chiefs playing uh, the Seahawks. Uh, Giants-Vikings, okay. 1 o'clock game, pretty solid. Uh, Giants-Vikings, yeah. Well, Bengals-Patriots, Lions-Panthers, kind of a mad game. Lions, exciting. Lions. They just need to win. Yeah. They just need to win. That, that should be another win for Detroit, I but, think. But here's the, qu- here's the weird thing about that game. The Panthers are sitting at 5-7. and seven. They're five and only nine. five and nine. They're only game back from the Bucks. Yeah, they're only game back of the Bucks. So like, if that and that's a home game, so like they can win that one. And the Bucks lose, they're tied. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, that but like the, if the Bucks can't beat the Cardinals on Sunday night with Trace McSworley, like then they don't. Then, yeah, they they that's don't. Just not. Yeah, fire everyone in Tampa on Monday. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah the, uh, 
Look at what about that four thirty game on Sunday? Wow, the NFL thought they were doing something really good by giving us Broncos Rams, but really they're giving us Baker Mayfield versus uh, um, Brett Rippin <laughs> like on Rippin. Christmas Day, like Merry uh, Christmas. It, honestly, if that guy gets hurt, it could be Jerry Gantarino. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh wow! Merry but Christmas. it's a Nickelodeon game. It'll be fun. Yeah. Hey, it will be. Could get another MVP. Got one. Yeah. God. <laughs> that, they're lucky that game's on Christmas and no one's watching. Really, like it's gonna be on, but like no one's watching it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So let's uh, let's transfer over to those uh, contenders. contenders and do kind of like a rapid fire, quick hot take on the on the team, and we'll go through the playoff teams. And we're talking contender or pretender, not for playoff purposes, but to win the Super Bowl. Super Bowl is what gosh. I want to do. Super Bowl, like, can Super you see that? Can you close your eyes and see that team with that quarterback and that coach? Raise the Lombardi Trophy. I got gotcha. you. This okay. season, I got you. All right, you. all right. I'll let you. I'll, I'll read off the team, and you give me your 10, 15 second take on contender or pretender. Okay. Uh, number one, Buffalo Bills. Uh, pretender. All right. Wow. That's any reason why. Is Von Miller's Von, Von Miller's hurt. Yep. The health of the defense is what I think will ultimately do it, and the fact that they still can't figure out how to run the ball. There's um, no running game, and then Von Miller's hurt. This in the beginning of the year when Josh they was a little banged up with his delta. Yeah, like, no matter what they say, like he doesn't they, look a hundred percent. You got to run the He's football. He's like ninety percent. You got to run the football in the league. You have to. Yep. Uh, and yeah, uh, Kansas City. Um, Contender, I yeah, agree. contender, hundred percent. They found a running game, um, and their defense is always good around this time of year. Yep, like they play around mid, like D, and then they just get hot right before the playoffs. So, and uh, it's Andy uh, Reid. You don't go against yeah, Andy Reid. Yeah, it's Andy Reid in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I would uh, I would agree with you for all of those reasons. Uh, Cincinnati. <laughs> hmm. Um, contender. Yeah, I mean, uh, I to- as much as as much as I want to say, last year was luck more than anything on their defensive side of the ball. They got really lucky in a couple games. They've been playing really well this year uh, yeah. since week they're, two. They're on a hot stretch right now. Yes. Like, this is a team that I, like, the the most on the border with. And it's not because of, like, I don't think that they're good. I just think their coach is a fucking idiot. Like, I think yeah, Zach Taylor. Yeah, Zach, Taylor, Zach Taylor's the only reason what holds them back. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that that team could be, like, 12 and 2 if it wasn't for Zach Taylor. Oh yeah. And they yeah. also get bailed out like I think the refs love Cincinnati because did you see that play last week against the Bucks where it was I think third and goal 
or it was third and th- it was either third and goal or like third and third and 10 and Joe Burrow like scrambled right and then tried to go left and then he ran all the ways back from like the 10 yard line he got sacked at like the 45 and then like they called the defensive holding it was like the biggest bailout like ever uh was that like, was, told, was that a one o'clock, those was a, that was a one o'clock game right that was, what's that those were one o'clock games remember i fell asleep uh no 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 the the bucks Bengals game i believe was that a one o'clock no i think it was a four o'clock window yeah it was a four o'clock game okay i must have fell asleep oh, my I, God. I, I, dude, I passed out miserable. i missed all those crazy one o'clock games the how they ended uh-huh. and i missed the first halves of the uh four o'clock games i wasn't really tired <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay uh we'll finish up afc here with the couple uh titans i think we both are on board that they are pretenders pretenders uh, unfortunately uh, their their head coach is a, a contender um their running back is well, a he's contender scraps right now like, he's, he's got scraps the man <laughs> They fired so the Titans and they went go quick, but they fired uh, John Robinson, the GM, two weeks ago. Um, at uh, the president Adams, the lady, she just fired him like straight on the spot. I guess there was some animosity between the two still um, uh-huh. about the AJ Brown thing, yeah. uh, because she wanted to sign AJ Brown and give him the money that he wanted. John Robinson said, "No, we can save money." By you know, doing giving him away and stuff like that, so they never saw eye to eye on that. And then on top of that, he didn't bring in any offensive linemen, um, or any other skill players besides what he got in the draft and like Robbie, you know, like Robert Woods, whatever. But like they needed to bring in a whole lot more to support that team. Um, they locked down that defense till till Jesus comes back. Um, yep. But but they have no help offensively so it'd be interesting to see what happens this offseason um with their offense and uh yeah. but they're 100 uh, pretenders yeah i don't think they'll win the uh, division i think i also think that baltimore is pretenders until lamar is 100 healthy but even then um lamar has been like terrible in the postseason so i would yeah. consider them pretenders Lamar, the first, was the furthest he's gone to the AFC Championship game. Uh, divisional round. Divisional round, yeah, yeah. He, but he's never, he's, he's never had like, three. yeah, he's never had home field advantage. Never had to like the bye week. He's always had to play on the road, I believe. Right? Yeah, I don't know, man. I want to say, I just want to say, they need more. They need more help. Mm-hmm. They're as a they're they're pretender to me. And they have no wide receivers. There's no wide receivers. Yeah, yeah. They they need help. Still don't. To to me, to me, they're kind of like the Titans. Mm. Still kind of the same way. The next team contender pretender, the Chargers. I feel like this is the same category as the Bengals. I think that they are right on the border of contender pretender, depending on the day, because Brandon Staley is just a maniac. Yeah. Absolute man. I, I don't understand. Uh, like, but he's got a good quarterback that bails him out sometimes. Justin Herbert, when he needs to go two-minute drill down the field, he will throw some crazy good throws. Mm-hmm. Like last week, and he threw that ball. Um, yeah. 
I was on the sidelines, the about the back shoulder, the like front one. shoulder. Like yeah. oh, I was like on and he did and he did it on the run. Yeah. Like not feet set. And I'm like, God dang. God, this guy's good. You're like, he's so good, but I just there's something there's they're missing something. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is. And it's been that way for two years now. So like they're can they're they're half. They're pretend. I think their co- their clock is ticking. I think their clock is ticking because those wide receivers are getting old, and they have a good defense. Yes. So. So I, I I don't know. We'll see. I think I think if they acquire what they need in the offseason, it might change for yeah. them. And so. then everyone's biggest controversy in the AFC, uh, Miami. Contender, pretender. Um, when they're fully healthy, fully healthy with what they have right now, they could, they can be a contender, I believe. Okay, I I have them as pretenders. I feel like I, I feel offensively they can keep up with anybody, and then when they added uh, Nick uh, Chubb, this yeah. off uh, as a free agent. Um, that helped out with their uh, D line and their pass rush, so uh, their uh, defense did get better. I just feel like the last three weeks isn't them. Um, like when they played, oh, let's see who they've played some really good games this year. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I will I will say this: they were in a shootout with the Lions, who have the thirty second rated defense, defense in the yeah. league. They're they're pretty bad, and they had a shootout with them. This is before uh, they had acquired a bunch of those guys, though. In, yeah. in the in the trade in the trade deadline. Yeah, the trade deadline was getting like Bradley Chubb and that. But I will yeah. say this: Miami's got the offense to do it, but at when it comes to second half of the season and second time around, like playing uh, teams, we'll see what happens because like. Buffalo was able to get them, so they were able to split with Buffalo. I think, I think you take a split with Buffalo, but you know they did. They were the two seed, and now they're the seven seed. So it's yeah. like they gotta, they gotta turn it around. They hit a wall, and they have a chance to win a good against. It is Aaron Rodgers, so like I'm not gonna disrespect the yeah, Packers, yeah, yeah. but the the Packers coming into Miami on Christmas Day is a big game. It's mm-hmm. a good team. And I think that it would really help them if they won that game. Well, I don't I mean, know. I I think it could spiral for them if they don't win this game on Sunday, and like they could actually miss the playoffs. It's a must uh, win. It's a yeah, must I win. I think they have to win this one at home. They get I'll, go back, home. I'll go back on mine. I'll go back on mine because I don't see them holding the trophy. I I can see them in the playoffs. I um the Packers are coming to this game for the Dolphins uh for blood. Because the Packers are still of a life, yeah. Uh, playoff wise, Rogers trying to prove Big Cat wrong. So yes, hundred percent. So that's his biggest motivation, is that, um, and they're gonna run the rock, and they're gonna try to control the clock, and um, the Dolphins are gonna have to get off the field defensively. They're gonna have to get off the field. They're gonna find a way. Um, yeah. So. Uh, but that, I think it's a really good Christmas Day game. Yeah. And uh, I, I would say 
next year, if they get what they need in the offseason, because their coach is such a smart coach, he can learn from his mistakes quickly. He'll be coming a year two coach. I think coming into year two, they'll definitely be a contender for sure. Yep. So we'll so. see what happens. Big, big three. I mean, three game losing streak now, and then you get the Packers, and then you get the go to New England, and then you come home to finish against the Jets. That's, that's, yeah. a, that's a big three game stretch, two division games, um, and mm-hmm. Mary Bay at home. So we'll see exactly. what happens. Um, and then we can we can wrap in the NFC uh, sure, yeah. because I think it's pretty clear over there. It's Philly, very clear. Yeah, Philly. The um, Philly is a 100% contender. Yeah. Uh, because Minnesota, Minnesota <laughs> that's the, the, the debate. Um, they're like statistically the worst 11-3 and three team in history. Um, but I think they're good. Like I, I actually think they're good. They have so much fight in them. It's, There's it's something so different about this. Win. It's so hard to win one possession games in this league. And yeah. they've gotten – everything to go their way this year. So I don't want to say that it's luck, but I think their luck might run out uh, before the Super Bowl. But There's hey, something right different now, about I'm them. I'm taking Kurt. I'm taking there, So the this isn't the first time Kurt looked like this with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. There's something different about them this year where it's like we're always waiting for the other shoe to fall off. We're waiting for the other shoe to fall off. I don't see a team who was down 33 points – Shoes are gonna fall off. Yeah, I agreed. I don't. You know, I, I said it. I, I was sitting watching that game, and they, they went down seventeen and nothing. And I said, the Colts will find a way to blow this game. And I didn't think that it was gonna get up to thirty-three to nothing. Like I'm not saying that I called them coming back from thirty-three yeah. nothing, but I just said seventeen nothing in the first quarter. And there was like I think it was like three or four minutes left. I was like, yeah, seventeen nothing's cute for the Colts, but they'll they there's like forty-eight minutes left in this game, like. They're they're gonna find a way to yeah they're fine yeah. and they then then they ended up doing it so like I, I I see a lot of fight I see a lot of resilience I see a, a really there's, good team there's different so like to me it's leadership it comes down to like they could have easily gone into halftime thirty three to nothing guys we're first place in the division let's just like, enjoy let's, it. Let's everyone sit let's like, just chill let's, let's put all the backups in they didn't mm-hmm. their leadership was like no. We got ourselves in this mess. We're gonna get us out of this thing, and we're gonna do it one score at a time. Mm-hmm. And they did. Like, yes, it granted it's the Colts, whatever. And a lot of things had to go their way. Well, they went their way because they put the pressure mm-hmm. back on the Colts. And that game, I knew they were gonna win that game. Five minutes to go in the fourth quarter, you had the eighty-yard screen, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, here we go." Because yep. that that was literally it was like that, the belief yeah, was setting is. in. Like we kept pushing, we kept chugging, we kept moving along. I believe that there was the Vikings team of like three years ago when they were pretty good. Um, they would have quit. This there's something different about this team. I'm telling you, man, it's weird. Um, it might just be just because they have a new coach. Yeah. Um, with a bunch of veterans, a ton of veterans, so um, a young, it's a good mix of young, young talent and veterans talent. Um, I believe you have to have to, in order to have a, a Super Bowl contending team. 
Uh, I'm going to say they're a contender. I can see Kirk Cousins holding up the trophy if it's a one o'clock game. (laughs) It is true. It's sad. (laughs) All right. uh, Tampa, do you buy or sell? Sell. Pretender. Get them out. They're they're old. They're hurt. They're they're just not good. They're Uh, geriatrics. They're so bad. And then uh, Dallas. I buy Dallas. Hmm. I gotta close my eyes on this one. Hold on. Uh, they are pretenders. Ooh, dang, Cowboy Nation, tough. Because they don't have any, they don't have any depth at the at the defensive back. Yep. And they're gonna play, and they're gonna play teams on the, on the road that can throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nothing to do. It's not. I don't think it's nothing to do with Mike McCarthy. It's nothing to do. With their front seven, I think it's had everything to do with the fact that they're DBs. You can scheme around digs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just need don't throw, yeah, just don't throw that. <clears throat> yeah, just leave them on an island over there, and then everything else and play the field. Um, yep. uh, it they're gonna have to honestly just unleash hell with Michael Parsons, uh, mm-hmm. but because Vanderash is hurt again. Um, now you can actually scheme block to where Parsons is. Uh, you could do that when you have Vander Ash. There's too many people to block. Uh, yep. So uh, they got to get healthy. Uh, but I just don't think I, – I just think they're pretenders. Based, yep. based off of seeing how many yards Trevor Warrants threw on them last week, ridiculous. Not, not good. And then the team that everyone, everyone's falling in love with. My San Francisco 49ers. Mm. They're they're contenders. Number one defense. They're contenders. Yeah. Um, they have so many weapons on offense if they get healthy, you know, going into the postseason. I think they Debo should be fine by the time playoffs rolls around. But yeah, so many weapons on that offense. And, you know, the, the thing with San Francisco is Brock Purdy's not gonna lose you a game, but no. can he win the game if he if you need him to? I think that's really the question that you have to ask yourself. But I think the defense will even be able to win that game for them. So their defense as is so long as he doesn't yeah. turn over the ball, I think yeah. that I think we could see Brock Purdy holding up that trophy. And you know what? I would I would absolutely love if that happened. Because what the hell that that becomes the biggest storyline of the offseason. Yeah. Trade. Like if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl. You, you're not you replacing Trey, you can't, you can't bring Trey Lance back no. to to replace Brock Purdy. And I just I would I would live for that story. I really I mentioned really I mentioned Brock Purdy in our boy in our boys chat last week. I said the reason why he fits so well in Kyle Shanahan's system is because it's the exact same system he ran at Iowa State. 
mm-hmm. for four years. He was a four-year starter at Iowa State. Yeah. And his fr- freshman and sophomore years, Brock Purdy was on Heisman Heisman lists. Mm-hmm. Like the last two years, they 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 just didn't have any players, so they were mediocre. But he stayed the course. So he's yep. he's got four years of college game reps experience, seeing uh, defenses, all kinds of different defenses. Um, he knows he knows how to. If you watch him, he knows how to read the coverages and the blitzes. Like his mm-hmm. his passes, his t- that second touchdown pass to Kittle, he yeah, read he-, he read that. Yeah, he read that. It wasn't like, oh, let me just throw it because that's the call. He literally was – he was he hiked it. He knew the pressure was coming. He saw that his one and two, his one was being covered, and but he knew Kittle was coming across the field because he saw that the uh, the safety had come down. And he just mm-hmm. – boom. Like, like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. Like to me, he's comfortable. Vet. Yeah, like he's a comfortable in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Trey Lance would have ran the ball. He, oh, my God, covered. I'm running. Because there was an opening to run. He could have ran. But mm-hmm. Brock Purdy said he, he looked composed in yep. the pocket. And you don't get that from rookies unless you have BCB, confidence. BCB, baby. Huh? That's BCB. That's BCB. Yeah. <laughs> and it, what also helps, too, what, what helps him what helps him – the most is he's got the best security blanket in the world, and that is CMC. Yep, yep. My you guy. can't. You can't. He hey, he's healthy. He's healthy. CMC is the best security blanket. I'm gonna say it right at the camera. The best security blanket that's ever played football. As a quarterback, you got CMC back there blocking on your backside or your front side, and there no one's open. All you gotta do is toss it to him. Five five yep. yards, he's gonna get you twenty-five. Yep. Cause no lineman, no offense, no deal linebacker is gonna be able to tackle him one on one. He's too agile, he's too quick, he's swift. He can also block for you too. Like in the run, so the fact that they have a running game without Debo Samuels with CMC, and then you bring Debo Samuels with Ayuk, and then you you have the third down dog himself, Jawan Jennings. Yeah, Jawan Jennings, Kittle. Like there's so many like, playmakers. Like, like doesn't have to. J Dog, was drafted in the sixth round by them because he can block. Yeah, and he's proven that he's a baller. Like he, like just put on his film his senior year at Tennessee with Jared Grinterno as the quarterback. Like <laughs> J Dog's a dog. There's a reason why they won eight games, and it's because of him by himself. <laughs> like yep. he's he's not the fastest, he's not the best wide receiver on the on any team, but he's gonna punch you in the mouth, and like that's what they need, and that's what their their offense has the same mentality as their defense. Mm-hmm. So that's how for me they're complete contenders. I could definitely so, they can go on the road and win it. What we are gathering from this last like five minutes of talking is that 49ers Nation, let's ride. Yeah. Bring us to the bandwagon. I'm gonna look into the camera right now and I'm asking 49ers Nation, will you accept us onto the wagon? Because I got my Levi's on right now. <laughs> I look ready. good in Levi's. 
<laughs> I look good in gold. All right, Niners Nation. You hearing it from us right here. We're Niners right. winning the NFC against the Vikings in Minnesota. Wow. Well, that would be awesome. What a game. That would be a good I'm, game. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, that's a good game. game. That's going to be a good game. Good Can't wait. And then our, then it's going to go down AFC championship game. It's going to be the Chiefs and the Bengals if they don't play in the divisional round. That'll be fun. Round four? Compared Round four. Them four times in a row. I just don't see. I don't. See, those are only two teams I can see. Um, yeah. Uh, going the AFC, unless somehow, some way, uh, the the Bills find health. Yeah. Um, anytime soon. So I just don't. I don't see it. Yeah. Uh, now, but those are your those are your contenders, pretenders. Uh, currently, right now, we have three weeks left of the NFL season and there's three vital weeks. Like there's very important games. So uh, this has always been fun. Uh, It says we're at an hour and 40, but we waited, we started late. So we're really at an hour and 10. This has been great. Um, Continue to like us, follow us, subscribe to us. Uh, Our Instagram is blowing up, which is cool. Um, It's good to see that we're over a hundred followers. Woo-hoo. Yes, sir. Um, but tell your friends about us uh, and, and engage with us. If you don't think our, our contender for the AFC or the NFC are correct, let us know. Like We want to hear about it. Um, uh, good, good luck with all your betting this week. And on top of that, happy, 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 happy holiday. Merry Christmas uh, from my family to yours. Be blessed this holiday. And be safe and wishing good health. And um, looking to forward to doing this next week, uh, hopefully. Uh, yeah. During the dead week next week. Uh, so, Scott, always fun. Wish I'll see you on Friday, but. Yeah, yeah I know. Me too. But <laughs> got to gotta get that bread, you know? I know, brother. I know. So, all well, right. Have man. safe travels. You too, man. Bye have a good one. Talk to you later. Yes, sir. Bye, all. Peace. Orange down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Nice.